Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wood Radio's Flowerland Garden Show is on the air on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Dokie, Artie Chokey, it's the Flowerland Show on your Saturday morning. Rick Doug Christie broadcasting live high above downtown Grand Rapids. And the Santa Parade that's taking place this morning. The snow's coming down gently, and the holiday season is here. Can't it's feeling believe like it. it. Yeah, can't believe it. Thanksgiving next week. Yeah. Good morning, Doug. Good morning, Christy. Good morning. Good morning. John Ilk, engineer, producer extraordinaire at the controls, and George Arthur behind the glass. He'll take your calls. 616-774-2424, our number here on the Flowerland Show. Yeah, Santa Claus coming to town. As a matter of fact, uh, expecting Santa to arrive here shortly in uh, downtown Grand Rapids. Uh, boy, a lot of people down here. Enjoying the uh, the parade, which has begun. It's heading down the um, heading down the street here, and uh, folks lined up along the parade route. Perfect weather for a Santa parade, and perfect weather to be decorating and kicking off the holidays. Thank you very much for joining us here on the Flowerland Show. All right, right off the bat, uh, a big thank you to everyone who came out to Mingle Tingle last night. Big party. Uh, we appreciate it. That was that loads was fun. of fun. Wasn't it, was, it? Yeah, it was lots of fun. Met a lot of interesting people, and I have a new ally against you, Rick. Uh-oh. An it's, ally against me? Yeah. Why are we against me? Well, it, it, to pick on you. Oh, okay. It, it, it's interesting what family members know. <laughs> Did you talk to my sister? <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Anyhow, Doug, you had a great idea. You put on a good party last night. Yeah, <laughs> I take credit for it because it was a hit. That's the only reason. <laughs> yeah, if it, it bombed, if it, it would have been all your fault. Yeah, it would have been somebody else's. But I don't mind taking credit for you know big hits, and that yeah. was a big hit last night. But you know we can't keep doing this every Friday night. So was, no, I mean, we can't. But it was, for yourself. It was loads of fun. Um, and want to remind people that we will continue to collect socks for Degage Ministries when it's cold and wet outside. Uh, folks, uh, boy, folks need dry, warm socks. Uh, we'll collect them at all, uh, all the Flowerland locations. Also, toys for tots, uh, collecting toys, and uh, that's another important yeah. cause. And a number of people have brought out toys. I had a hard time keeping Doug out of the toy bins last night. Some Holy good cow. ones in there. There was some awesome yeah. toys in there. <laughs> Thanks for bringing them in again last night. And that was the question I got. Is this going to be around for a while? Yeah, it'll yeah. be around for yeah. a while. I'm going to keep right on collecting. So thank you for so, your support. Mingle, tingle, an evening of lights at our Kentwood Flowerland. If you want to watch the uh, Facebook live video, 
uh, of the event. You can do that on Facebook. Uh, three different places you could find it. You could find it on my personal page. Just look for Rick Weist. Otherwise, Fruit Basket, Flowerland, or Flowerland Show, all three. Uh, the Facebook Live video is posted there. So Flowerland has everything Christmas covered because we have all the decorations and lights and the porch pots and the cut trees. But we also have the two best things. Well, we have the best thing and the worst thing about Christmas. We have toys and we have socks. <laughs> what? I don't get it. That we're collecting. Right we're collecting toys, which is everybody wants toys for Christmas. Nobody wants socks, but they're necessary. Oh, okay. Didn't, didn't you have that when you were a kid? You always got socks and underwear for Christmas. Um. No, I never really? did. I got neckties. I got neckties for Christmas. Yeah, necktie would have probably looked a little funny on me. That was the tradition. Everybody, you you always got socks and underwear for Christmas. Like, oh, thank you. Where's my toys? <laughs> 616-774-2424. Our number here on the Flowerland Show. 616-774-2424. Uh, our number. All right, a uh, number of things that we're going to cover today also, uh, along with your calls. Oh, by the way, I uh, forgot to mention this. Uh, bring the kids, the grandkids today, uh, from noon to 3, when the reindeer complete their work with Santa Claus on the Santa Parade here in downtown Grand Rapids, uh, they're going to fly on over to the Wyoming flower land. They're going to be there from noon to 3 today, Santa Claus and his reindeer, both, at the Wyoming Flowerland. Uh, it's a great opportunity uh, for the kids uh, to take pictures and uh, to see these reindeer. They're beautiful, wonderful animals, and, uh, and that's loads of fun. I was chatting with a lady last night at our Mingle Tingle party, and she just moved to Michigan from Florida. Oh. And she asked me, is it always this cold here? No, it gets worse. <laughs> yeah, I said it gets worse. Uh, but she said to me that she has never in her life seen a reindeer. And so she's looking forward to seeing the reindeer and they will, as I said, fly into downtown Grand Rapids, uh, right now, shortly as the Santa parade is heading down the parade route and then to the Wyoming flower land noon to three today. Let's, uh, let's slip in a phone call here a minute before the break. We're going to talk to Wanda in Walker. Wanda, good morning. You're on the Flowerland Show. Good morning. Hi, Wanda. What's going on? Um, about five, six years ago, we had a row of abravitas planted as a natural fence. Okay. And there's probably 12 or 13 of them. Well, one spot in our yard is wet, and in, especially in the spring and fall. And we lost four of them. Oh, no. We had them, we had them replaced. And thought they were burned up high enough, but no, I fear I they're getting pretty brown again, and I'm worried there's still some green. If I can try and save them or do anything during this time of the year, yeah, yeah. So, so you had how many in total? Twelve or thirteen in okay. a row. All right, and yeah. you lost four of them. Yes. Okay. Um. So you feel you don't have good drainage to your soil. No, not okay. in that, obviously not in that area. Okay. Well, and that's a possibility, okay? Good drainage is always a, a, a killer because it sucks the oxygen right yep. out of that plant. There's just no place to go. Now, 
generally, we like to see with arborvitaes, it's generally the other way around because some people even call these white cedars. And if we know where whites, if we know where cedars live, they love it a little bit wet. They love it a little bit damp, but it could be too wet in that location. So um, I wouldn't give up on it. Were they bald and burlap, the last ones you replaced over there? Did, did they come in pots? I honestly wasn't here when they yeah. came in. So that would be something to, to know to see what happens, see if it was a transplanting issue or if it's a, a water issue, kind of kind of figure that out a little bit. Uh, plants that are grown in pots, you know, container grown, they, send, they tend to do a little bit better on the replanting. Um, mm-hmm. But if it is just a little bit too wet, yeah, you may have to do something as far as directing that water away. Moist is great, okay. And I but see wet it, is bad. Yeah, and I see it the other way where people, you know, forget the ten years old and they don't do any water June, right. July, and all of a sudden you start to see one or two die. That's generally yeah. because they don't get enough water. So um, go back and look at it. I think you. I think you're right. It's probably a planting issue. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, one other uh, one other thing, Wanda, that we should probably point out for our listeners, Christy, uh, this is the time of year we'll put, it's called Wilt Proof or Wilt Stop, something wilt like stop. that on Evergreen? Wilt Stop, yep. Yeah. It is called Wilt Stop, okay. Wilt, yep, Wilt Stop, and we put that on there to keep them from giving off all their moisture. Once the roots freeze up, the wind and the sun still draw moisture out through the evergreen part of the plant, and so we want to protect them from that. And if you have a lot of deer in your neighborhood, deer love arborvitae. So, Christy, maybe some repelzol or something like that, too. I haven't seen any. I know we have a lot around us, but I haven't seen any in our yard. Good. You're yeah, lucky. They won't kill them. They'll just form them different. Yes. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll be green on the them. <laughs> Yes, exactly. They'll prune them a little. Exactly. They'll prune them. Hey, good luck to you, Wanda. And, by the way, for these arborvitae, also to keep them nice and green and healthy, um, I like to put malorganite at the base. It doesn't burn. You could apply it at, the, at this time of the year. Uh, the soil's warm enough where the roots can absorb it, so you may want to consider some uh, malorganite, okay? It's pronounced ma- malorganite. Yeah, it's like mil-or-ganite. <laughs> okay. Just uh, walk, right. walk into a flower land store and say, I need some of that malorganite stuff, all right? Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Quick break on the Flowerland Show as we broadcast live high above the Santa Parade currently taking place here in Grand Rapids. And then the reindeer and Santa will. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Fly over to the Wyoming Flowerland, noon to 3 today. Uh, coming up next uh, on the program, we'll chat with Dave Aldrich, the reindeer guy, rooftop reindeer. Check in with him, see what kind of season the reindeer had, and more of your calls. 616-774-2424. It's the Flowerland Show on your Saturday morning. Stay tuned. If you plant it, mow it, or grow it, they know it. Now, more of Rick, Doug, and Christy and the Flowerland Garden Show on Wood Radio. Dreaming of a white Christmas. All right, you, my friends, are in for a rude awakening. It's the Flowerland Show, Santa Parade taking place today. Holidays ready to kick off. Looks like we've got great weather lined up for Thanksgiving weekend. 
be able to rake some of those leaves. Okay, I'm going to get out in the yard and work yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving Day. With us so we don't the, have to come uh, in next Saturday? Is that what you're telling us? No, you have oh, to work. Okay. Yes, oh. we have Christmas trees oh. to sell. With us on the live line, Dave Aldrich, our good friend from Rooftop Reindeer. Dave, uh, we always know Christmas is right around the corner when we get a chance to chat with you. How have you been, my friend? <laughs> We're doing great. We love this snow, I'll tell you. The reindeer are so happy. Yeah, they love it, don't they? They get excited when the snow starts to come down. They actually they act like little kids, you know, that first snowfall. They get to chasing each other, running around. <laughs> We've got hills out here in the in the pasture, and they run up and down the hills, and everybody takes a different lead, and it's just uh, amazing to watch them. Wonderful. Wonderful. Now, Dave, the, the names of the reindeer that uh, are in the Santa Parade today and heading over to the Wyoming Flowerland, what... Uh, what reindeer do we expect to see today? You have Duke and Nelson, a couple <laughs> of our younger boys. They're going on two years old, and they are spectacular. They're our best two reindeer this year by far. Wow. Um, they'll be doing parades all over Michigan. Um, Nelson particularly likes to do photo sessions, so he's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, quite special when you get a reindeer that loves to stand in front of a camera. You know, Dave, that that is really a neat thing. I uh, working with you through the years, and and I see your your uh, your love for these animals and and how you guys care for them, and they seem to really uh, appreciate interaction with people, especially kids. They're uh, I don't know. It's it's like they gravitate towards kids. It's a pretty neat thing to see. Yeah, people are amazed to think that. Uh... A reindeer is quite an intelligent animal. I mean, they have a brain that really functions, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. they learn their names. They respond to voice commands. They've been domesticated for about 5,000 years. So they're used where they come from as a, as a work animal, just like they would use horses. But, of course, horses can't live in the conditions up around the Arctic, so they use reindeer. So. Yeah. Um now, as far as the reindeer on, the, uh, at, at, on your farm, uh, Dave, what... Uh, What's their typical diet like? I mean, what what do they eat uh, during the day? Do they get up and have breakfast and a cup of coffee like we do? What what do they eat? Well, not really. I'll tell you. They, they eat a grain product that's put into a pellet. Mm-hmm. What reindeer need is um, different minerals than what they would get in, in um, our area here. In the Arctic, they get a lot of copper in the lichen that they eat, the mineral copper. Okay. So we have to have that um, into their food here. Um, to keep them healthy, um, they need more copper than any other animal in the world. So it's an important diet for them. And then they'll eat uh, hay just like a horse. That's more of a, you know, gives them a little bit of roughage, but it's more of a social thing. They'll gather around the hay pile, kind of like we gather around the dining room table. It's uh, pretty pretty social, actually. Oh, and there's a pecking order. Hmm. Inter- interesting thing is the female is always in charge. Really? There's Nothing no, new no, there. <laughs> no question about it. Uh, females run the show. It doesn't matter if they're big or small. Um, there's usually one that's in charge. And generally, she'll be in charge for three or four years. And then she'll pass it on to her first daughter. Now, if she doesn't have a daughter born, if she only has males, then it'll go to a different um, a different bloodline, and another female will take over. Wow, that's interesting. That's yeah, very it's funny interesting. How it's, how it's how it's passed down from mother to daughter. 
Outstanding. I, I have to ask, you know, this summer was extremely hot for a long period of time, and, and it seemed like everybody suffered. What, what do you do with the reindeer when it's in the 80s and 90s? Well, they do. They feel the heat just like everybody else. They they do shed out their entire coat in the springtime, like a horse would shed or a dog. Um, on the farm here, we have um, barns that have concrete floors, so they stay relatively cool inside. So in the afternoons, the reindeer will all go inside. There's fans in there. There's almost a fan for every reindeer hmm. if they want it. Um, and then we have misters or sprinklers out if it gets into the 90s. Um, so they're quite intelligent animals. They'll stay inside when it's the hottest. And then in the late evening, they'll go back out in the pastures, and they'll stay out there all night. In the wintertime, you can't get them inside. They want to be as, <laughs> as cold as they can possibly be. Wow. Wow. Unlike hey, Dave, Rick. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, Dave, uh, before we let you go, I wanted to ask you real quickly, you know, about that summertime, uh, summertime period, uh, the – Reindeer manure, do you use that in your vegetable garden and your flower beds? Yeah, I think we've talked about that maybe before. Yeah. Uh, we we do. It's uh, we, we put it on our tomato plants. Okay. And the interesting thing is, um reindeer manure has no odor. So, you know, you can you could actually put it in the in your house plants if you want. Nobody would know. Hmm. But it uh, what it does to the tomato plants is a it makes them grow two to three times their normal size. Wow. The only thing is, they may not produce much fruit because I think all the energy goes into the plant itself. Ah. But they'll just they'll grow like, you just can't believe how fast they'll grow. So if you want tomato trees, you can use yeah, reindeer exactly. manure. Yeah. There you go. Hey, I never thought of that. <laughs> hey, Dave, we, uh, we appreciate you, uh, Rooftop Reindeer, and, uh, of course, they're in the Santa Parade today and then heading to the Wyoming Flowerland today from noon to 3 along with Santa Claus. Uh, Dave, thank you so very much, and, uh, and we appreciate what you do. Uh, remind us again the reindeer we're going to see today, their names? You're going to see Duke and Nelson. Duke and Nelson. Duke and Nelson, so grab That's the kids, like the grandkids. The 13th and 14th reindeer of Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> Outstanding, yes. Yeah. Outstanding. They're not part of the song, but they're still there. <laughs> Dave, well, they, haven't, they haven't made the team yet. So. <laughs> okay. Dave, thank you very much. Enjoy your day. Okay, thanks a lot. All right, Dave Aldrich, Rooftop Reindeer, and uh, you'll be able to see Duke and Nelson at the Wyoming Flowerland. Let's talk to uh, Lisa in Grand Haven next. Lisa, good morning. You're on the Flowerland show. Good morning. I'm calling because that lady had the arborvitae yeah. problem. I do also, and it was shown to me that there's a little worm. What can I do about that? Uh, so, in other words, you have some type of borer in your arborvitae? Yeah. It was a little tiny green, tiny little worm that came out of the leaves or whatever you call them. Out of the green parts? Yeah. Yeah. And, and if it's, if usually that's one or two isn't a big deal. It'll cause a little discoloration um, in the needles. If you have an extreme problem, you can wait, you know, once we get to spring and we get above freezing temperatures, you can spray with a systemic or you can do a drench through the root system that will go up through the whole plant and give you about a 12-month protection. Okay. But it's not, like I said, it's usually not a huge big deal. So a lot of people just kind of, you know, let it pass and they clip out the little part that turns brown. But if you are having a big infestation, then you should probably yeah, treat. Generally, those are pretty uh, 
insect free. Yeah, it's it's um, more like a miner. You than see a, a lot of them, right? The problem you run into is that bagworms do like uh, bagworms do like arborvitae, so it's possible you but have. Remember, it. you know, years ago we used to see a lot of it. We, we haven't seen them very much of that at all recently. Yeah. Now, is the bagworm the same as the gypsy that turns into... No. no, no, that's a totally different thing. No, okay. completely different We, we are blessed with multiple insects in Michigan. <laughs> and if you were to spray with some type of systemic spray or, let's say, Captain Jack's, something like that, a June would be a great month to be addressing those arborvitae. Okay, because I, I ended up trimming. There were some branches touching the ground, so I trimmed them up. Nothing's touching the ground. I took the leaves out from underneath. And I've been watching them all summer, mm-hmm. and one's doing fairly good, and the other one, it just, you know, you got the brown, and it just looks straight. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. Well, again, uh, like I recommended to the other, uh, other caller, malorganite would be a good idea for feeding. Uh, and then uh, when you spray, uh, June's going to be a critical month to do that. Does one get more sun than the other one? No, they're both no. the same. They're on the side of the um, south side, Great. facing south. Lots of sun. Hot. Yep. It's real hot over there. Yeah, yeah. Well, make sure that uh, we're watering properly, you know, during the hot months, Lisa, and okay. malorganite, and then spraying in June, and I think you can get on top of that, all right? How much malorganite? Uh, malor- it's kind of hard to overdo it, but yeah. th- th- it will give you directions for the general size of the area. But malorganite's one of those things that's really, really hard to overdo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, just sprinkle it around the room. Yeah, there, there are some yep. people who have the theory that you make piles of it, and it will actually help with deer control. That's not a proven science, but there are people who claim that does work. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you very mulch. much, Lisa. Yes, mulch. Thank you very much. Appreciate you listening there in Grand Haven. We'll take a quick break here on the Flowerland Show. Our number is 616-774-2424. I do know from uh, past experience, a lot of folks going to bring the kids out today to the Wyoming Flowerland. Those, those reindeer, as Dave said, are quite spectacular. And uh, Santa's not so bad himself either, <laughs> so come on out. Okay, quick break, more of the Flowerland Show. Give us a call, 616-774-2424. Stay tuned. 
It's Open Lawn Saturday, and the Flowerland Garden Show is taking your calls now at 616-774-2424. Now more of Wood Radio's Flowerland Garden Show. All right, maintain your sense of humus. We're here for you. Rick, Doug, Christie, left to right across your radio dial. You can send us a message on Facebook. Just look for Flowerland Show. The video posted there of Mingle Tingle, live video uh, from last night, if you want to check that out. And thank you very much to everyone who came out. We appreciate that. 616-774-2424, our number. Uh, also, a reminder, uh, temperatures are going to warm up, and as we head into next weekend, it'll be a great opportunity to get some of that yard work done. A lot of people worried uh, about not finishing up the yard work before winter. You'll get that opportunity to do that, well, whether it's cutting the grass, raking the leaves, moving a few plants, it's going to happen. I'm, I'm looking at Doug when I say this, but it's also a chance for you procrastinators who haven't gotten their Christmas lights and put them up yet to do it in nice weather instead of hanging off a ladder in I've 20 been, below I've temperatures. I've been busy. I've been busy. Okay. <laughs> but I do have that on my radar. Clark, but like Rick says, you know, there's so many things happening in the yard and garden that until we get six inches of snow, we can actually keep working. I mean, there's work to be done. You got it. Ho, ho, ho. You got it. And uh, you're going to get that opportunity. I got to ask you guys a question, and I'm not trying to stir the pot here. Is it is it something that my lawyer would let me answer on air? Yes. Okay. I'm not trying to stir the pot here, but with the, um, you know, years ago with the advent of uh, the cut your own tree lots, uh, the next thing that has come along, I saw this, it was a news story from Denver, Colorado, the uh, kill your own turkey farms. Uh, where you go out and you let's let's call it harvest your turkey for Thanksgiving. That uh, I I could not do that. I would have no interest. I think in it's that a great whatsoever. idea. <laughs> I knew that was going to come. No, to you. because I think people should know where their food comes from. When you ask a kid where does hamburger come from, and they say the store, that's a little scary. <laughs> What do you I know, think, but I like it when it comes in a nicely wrapped thing. Yeah, There's me butter too. Butterball on it, okay. I don't have to deal with that, you know. Yep. Buck, buck, buck. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, I like to sleep at night. We oh, had, you can uh, sleep at night just fine. We had beautiful weather this past uh, Wednesday. The sun finally came out. We saw the sun and the turkey. What's it been about a month? Wood Radio's turkey drop with Mel Trotter Ministries. Yeah, it. We have not seen the sun in weeks. Uh, but uh, Wednesday was beautiful, and a big thank you very much to all the listeners of Wood Radio. Um, collected just uh, set records, tons and tons you of turkey. Smashed! It was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, and I was out there for a while at Celebration Cinema, and it was fun to watch the wonderful people of West Michigan who pull up and they just hand cash through the window or they hand over the turkeys and but that's good because uh, we'll see need, the generosity was really great we'll see. need turkeys again at christmas time too <laughs> yeah exactly so they'll put them to good use and thank you very much to everyone who participated and supported that uh, a record number of turkeys collected uh, it was it was really a neat thing 616-774-2424 our number here on the Flowerland show one of the things I pointed out in the Facebook Live video last night was the smell of greens and evergreens and how that gets people into the Christmas spirit. And we, uh, 
uh, at Flowerland, many times we'll have people who will come into the uh, the covered structure or greenhouse area where we have fresh Christmas trees and greens and porch pots just to smell. And, of course, the smelling is free, uh, but but it gets you in the mood. And one of the evergreens that's in the uh, arrangements and the swags, Doug, is something called incense cedar. Yes. Incense cedar. Now, Unfortunately, I wish we could. I wish we could grow this in uh, in West Michigan. It does say that it's hardy to zone five, but it needs uh, the moisture. The West Coast and the West Coast, mm-hmm. so it, it grows really well in the Pacific Northwest. Incense cedar. What What do you know about that tree? Because I, it's so beautiful and it really adds to the swags, the the Christmas swags. Uh, talk about a conifer that is is gorgeous. Yeah, kind of a drooping look. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But you know, it's a great product branch to use in our uh, winter decor. But yeah, I, I think uh, the scents of Christmas are so cool, uh, and we hear it all the time. People are walking down the sidewalk at the Wyoming store, and they, oh, we love your, we love the smell. You know, of course, we can't smell it anymore. We're working. Hey, we're in so it. we're numb to it. it. It's you get it's beautiful when it first comes in. Because you so you notice it then, but after you're around it for two or three weeks, it just becomes part of your life. Yeah. And yeah, so it's you know it's similar in in stature to Western red cedar, but it grow it can grow to like a hundred to a hundred and fifty feet tall, five hundred years old, uh, and then it has that weathered gray bark, uh, and then it it tapers up to a you know a conical type crown, but. Really, really neat, and then that bark turns this red. It turns kind of reddish. It move, it weathers from gray to kind of this reddish, fibrous type bark. And when you go to the Pacific Northwest, and you're in uh, in Oregon or in uh, in Washington, you'll see it along the roadside. Such a beautiful tree, and uh, California, like Northern California. Uh, so incense cedar, and look for that in the. In the Christmas decorations, because uh, it just makes for a really great uh, uh, Christmas decor uh, and and fresh greens. The other one would be noble fir, and and Doug again, noble fir. This is something that's going to grow best in the Pacific it will. Northeast. Yeah, yeah. We tried them here. We do a little bit here in uh, West Michigan, but uh, definitely it's a tree that's going to be growing out west. It's the largest native fir in North America. Uh, has a columnar trunk and and again a uh, a really beautiful crown and almost horizontal branches. It's a long lived tree, and they'll clip or prune these noble firs and put them in wreaths in door swags, and put them uh, uh, in these evergreen boughs that we have available at Flowerland. Again, very, very fragrant, but I think one of the key needle characteristics is that they're long-lived. In other words, they retain their needles. Exactly. Well. Yep, that's the cool thing about them. Yep. So found in the uh, Cascade Range and the Coast Ranges of the Pacific Northwest of Washington and uh, in Oregon, also uh, southwestern Canada, British Columbia, and uh, northern California. Uh, this is a beauty. Now, something that's more native uh, to Michigan that we'll see in Michigan, of course, are your spruce and your pines. And then in addition to that, uh, guys, one of my favorites, Douglas fir. And they're going to be the ones that got the most fragrance. You know, won't 
Sweet smell. fragrance. Yeah, it won't smell as much on the others, but uh, Douglas fir definitely has got a great aroma. You know, and these are kind of the, some of the scents of the of the season again. You know, I mean, uh, you think about uh, this time of the year, and it's definitely a, a, a lot of scents. You see it in uh, your your candles, your trees, uh, air fresheners. Yep. Uh, there's definitely a, an evergreen theme there. That's for sure. Well, with Douglas fir, it almost has a citrus type scent to it. So when the Douglas fir come in or the trees come in, uh, I'll stick my face right into <laughs> that tree and take a big whiff. And, of course, we unloaded a bunch of Christmas trees this week, and then uh, at night you come home and change your clothes, and there's <laughs> needles all over the floor, right? It keeps the fragrance on you longer that <laughs> But it way. smells great. Yeah. It really does, and, uh, and people can tell. Uh, went to lunch, I think uh, stopped to pick up a, a sandwich, and they're kind of like, what is that smell? It's my new clone. What do you smell like? <laughs> I smell like Douglas fir. We'll take a break here on the Flowerland Show. Our number is 616-774-2424. Broadcasting from high above the Santa Parade taking place in downtown Grand Rapids right now. Downtown Grand Rapids full of folks that are ready to kick off the holiday season. And, of course, the reindeer going to head out to the Wyoming Flowerland along with Santa today from noon to 3. Stop on by. Bring the kids, grandkids, have the pictures taken. Uh, what did Dave say? Duke and was it Norm? Nelson? Nelson. Duke and Nelson's and Nelson. the ham. And Nelson's the ham. Yeah. We'll take a break. Back after this. Stay tuned. Since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It's Open Lawn Saturday, and the Flowerland Garden Show is taking your calls now at 616-774-2424. Now more of Wood Radio's Flowerland Garden Show. It's the Flowerland Show on your Saturday morning. All right, that that song is kind of depressing, John. Let's do this. Let's see if we can find uh, Johnny Mathis. I need a little Christmas, and I need it right this very minute. That's There you go. It's a tradition on the Flowerland Show. uh, Crank that up a minute. Because the snow's falling, the reindeer and Santa are here. Let's crank it up. The stocking, I may be rushing things, but deck the halls again now. We do need a little Christmas. It's been so cloudy, dreary, we need Christmas. Well, I, you you had talked before the break about how you like this incense cedar. Yes. And, that, and also Douglas fir is one of your favorite scents. But, you know, I, I, as nice as those are, my favorite scent of the Christmas season is sugar cookies baking. Sugar cookies really? and snickerdoodles. Snickerdoodles. I, I, like this, I like the smell of that those cookies baking, and I think everybody has a favorite okay, scent Martha of the Christmas. Okay, Martha Stewart. Well, no, but I think everybody has their favorite scent of sure. Christmas. You know, fudge. My grandma used to make the old-fashioned fudge, and you'd smell that chocolatey smell to the air. I think everybody has their own favorite scent of Christmas of what they really associate the holiday with. You like peanut brittle? I like peanut brittle, peanut brittle, I don't do peanuts well. What's your favorite scent of the Christmas season there, Doug? I don't know. There's so many, isn't there? Yeah. You know? Some not so good. Well, yeah. And some really good. <laughs> but like like when they, like when a, a ham or a turkey first comes to the oven, that aroma that comes out of the... I'm out food today. I didn't eat breakfast, so... But no, I like I like the different smells, the different scents of Christmas. Even snow, freshly fallen snow has a scent. Does yes, it does. It has like a really clean, crisp smell to it when you go out right after snow before people have tromped all over it and everything else. It has a smell. 
Somebody back me up here. Snow has a smell. It does. It does have it. It's kind of like rain. Yeah. 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 Doug's looking at me like I'm a whack job here. Yeah. Yeah. So in uh, Oklahoma City, a neighborhood is taking a stand against deer hunting in the residential community. Uh, they, they're they having uh, problems there. They, I guess this is interesting. In, in Oklahoma, I'm trying to find... It's called the Preston Subdivision. I think it's near Oklahoma City. Um, they allow the what they call, quote unquote, good old fashioned hunting right there in the residential areas. That would never happen in Michigan because you would be just you would be in so much trouble. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. And so now they have uh, now they have an issue. They have a problem because they, of course, within the neighborhood have the people who love Bambi and uh, feed Bambi, and then they have the other people who will uh, hunt from their back deck and, again, I, I, I love quote, Bambi. unquote, harvest the deer I, in their backyard. I love Bambi, and I feed Bambi, and then I eat Bambi. <laughs> but see, the the problem is they have the neighbors in the subdivision who feel that uh, these deer are cute, and they feed them. And they named them. And, and they name them. Yeah. And so then the deer get to the point where they're so friendly, they'll walk right up to you. And so these neighbors are complaining that the neighbors who shoot them are taking advantage of the fact that they made the deer friendly. We yeah. call that natural selection. Yeah. And then they take them out. The dumbest yeah. deer die first. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the phone lines uh, here. Let's talk to uh, Jim in Saranac. Jim, good morning. You're on the Flowerland Show. Good morning to you. Good morning, Jim. What's up? Hey, we got a, a redbud tree that's probably three, four years old, and it's a, it wasn't a really good tree. And uh, this past summer, it lost its leaves early, and I noticed a woodpecker on it, and uh, I think most of it, dead but oh, it's boy. got new shoots out of the bottom coming up okay. i'm wondering do i amputate that down to the shoots Honestly, or wait till spring or what what i would do is i would wait until spring and see what happens uh red uh-huh. bud is a little bit notorious uh, uh slow to leaf out in spring it's one of those trees interestingly enough where the flowers come first and then the leaves come on the tree and that's that's actually, uh, uh, the tree does that uh, for pollination purposes. It's one of those trees that blooms first, and then the foliage comes on. Uh, so, so give it a chance first to see whether or not this leaf's out in spring. And then, yes, as you call it, you may have to amputate the tree, but, Doug, odds are it could grow from the base. And it probably will. You know, it sounds like there was so some. Go ahead. It, it, if it's got a base, say, uh, around four inches Mm-hmm. In three inches, sure, and then it's got the shoots coming out of it. That won't look funny, or what? Just leave it. Well, it's not going to look like a tree. It's no, going to look like, like a, a bush. <laughs> it's going to look like a bush. Is what's going to happen? And a lot of times, so we sell those as multi clumps, anyways. So I got to just keep pruning the main stem, then keep that prune off the other ones. Right, right. If you want it to look like a tree. Yeah, yeah, we want a tree. <laughs> yep. Well, you want a single stem is what you right. want. Some people think of those as trees. We do. Th- we think of red buds and multi clumps as well as a tree. So, uh, but yeah, a lot of times too, what we'll do like Rick says, we'll wait until see if there's any growth on there. Or what we'll do is we'll take like a sharp knife and try to scrape it, see if there's any green underneath it. 
that part that you think is dead. And if it's brown and it's hard, yeah, you could probably prune that off even through the, uh, you know, and the, the dormant season. And yeah. I love redbud yep. trees in clump. I mean, they're, you know, they're pretty that way. We probably sell more in clump than we do single yeah, stems. Exactly. Really? Yeah. Oh, that might be a good idea, too. Yeah. Yep. Good, uh, good luck to you, Jim. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, we're seeing huge flames shooting up into the air, and uh, it's our good friend Ellen Baca from uh, Storm Team 8. Uh, Ellen's, Air Balloon Club. Yeah, uh, Ellen's uh, uh, husband is big into hot air balloons, and they have those flames just shooting high into the air here in downtown Grand Rapids. Pretty cool to see. Let's. We're uh, just big into hot air. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to touch that one with a 10-foot pole. Mary in Morley is next. Mary, good morning. You're on the Flowerland Show. Good morning. I just started um, listening to your program, and I really enjoy it. Thank but, you. Um, I don't have a green thumb. I took after my mother. My mother, <laughs> um, after she passed away, they literally had to put grass on her grave three times because it wouldn't grow. <laughs> oh, God. oh, Mary. Anyway, even when I have to get cut flowers, I have to tell the flowers they're for my husband because they die. <laughs> when they know it's for me, my husband never gets me flowers. But anyway. Mary, I, I, want, I, Mary, I want you to go on the road with me. We could be a good stand-up uh, comedy act. That's pretty cool. But the thing about it is I was just wondering um, – about fruit trees, we've already had two of our fruit trees die, and I've been noticing that they've been getting, like, spots on them and things. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Things like that. Is there something that you're supposed to treat them during the winter? What, and also, uh, how do you get your um, garden ready for the, the spring during the, the sure. winter months? Mary, uh, are they apple trees? Yes. Okay. Well, it's important, uh, you know, this time of the year, if they're young trees, to wrap the trunk so we avoid southwest disease. That's one thing that we do. When the sun is low in the south in winter, it can do real damage to the trunks of the trees. That's with any young tree, not just apples. Yep. And the spots on the foliage are indicative of disease. 
Uh, Christy, we use a home orchard spray, and that has to be done all season long. Correct. That starts when the tree actually is starts to get the little green bud tips. We can even start with a dormant spray prior to that, where we spray the trunk and the branches and everything before it leaves out, and then you spray periodically. And the nice thing about the home orchard spray, it is a natural thing that you can use, so you can spray it right up to the harvest time. But you want to do your fall pruning in the fall. Yep. I mean, do the thinning, cleaning up. Give it as much air circulation you can for next spring. So yeah. is pruning right now, is it too late to prune? No, oh, no. Dead of winter is the best time to prune. Yeah, dead of winter oh, is a great time to do that. We're at the top of the hour, so hang on, Mary. Uh, what we'll do is pick up the phone line here in the studio and help you out. we got another hour of the Flowerland Show coming your way, but we're going to update you with the news next here on News Radio, Wood 1300, 106.9 FM. If you plant it, mow it, or grow it, they know it. Now, more of Rick, Doug, and Christy and the Flowerland Garden Show on Wood Radio. Do it, the Flowerland Show here on your Saturday morning. Rick, Doug, Christy, thank you very much for tuning us in. Santa Parade taking place in downtown Grand Rapids. Lots of folks here downtown. Snow's coming down. And uh, the holiday season has begun. Of course, Thanksgiving coming up here shortly. Early Thanksgiving this year. And we're going to get some warmer temperatures and get some work done out in the yard. Some of that work that didn't happen because, well, the snow came early. And by the way, you know, I was wondering. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, if, If you think about it. This past April, we had a lot of snow. And you guys know me and snow. We just don't go together really well. We don't get yeah. along well. Like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> and uh, so we had a lot of snow in April. And then, of course, this year the snow started what? Sometime in October, was it? Well, I guess it was November. Okay. So let's say it's November. Here's what bugs me is why do we have to pack spring, summer, and fall in six months, and we get six months of winter. That really does bother you live me. In I mean, Michigan? I'm trying not to complain here, but come on. Really? Think about it. Think about it. you got to pack so spring, So you can take up some winter sports up, you know, and enjoy the winter. Oh, yeah. I'm going to start snowboarding now, or <laughs> yeah. what am I going to do? Yeah. 616. Ice fishing. 774-2424, <laughs> number here on the Flowerland Show. Yeah, but if you think about it, I know that, it's a long know, season. Sub, yeah, right, subconsciously, I mean, you're not. If if you think about it in numbers, it's six months that we pack spring, summer, and fall into. And I think you could live in Maine, and you'd have to pack it all into three months, <laughs> or the Upper Peninsula, <laughs> or the UP. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. All Snow right. melts by the 4th of July. <laughs> I tell you what, we're going to play the uh, Flowerland quiz. Thank you very much for everyone who came out last night to Mingle Tingle, an evening of lights. A number of folks came out and got their book. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. The name of the book is I Just Wet My Plants. And I'm going to give away a copy here on the Flowerland show. We're going to take the fifth caller, fifth caller to play the quiz, 616 616- Seven seven four twenty four twenty four. I'd love to give away a copy of I Just Wet My Plants. And by the way, uh, the book is a great stocking stuffer. You can pick it up at Flowerland stores. You can pick it up at Schuler Books and Music. 
And, of course, online at thankyouverymulch.com. But we'll take the fifth caller here at 616-774-2424 to play the Flowerland Quiz, and I'll give you a copy of I Just Wet My Plants, 616-774-2424 here on the Flowerland Show. All right, something that we have to talk about also, uh, a lot of people ask this, oh, well, let's cover this one first. I get a lot of questions from people, can I still plant bulbs? Yes. And, there, you know, I had a lady last night who, who said that to me. She said, are you sure we can plant these and they can come up? And and I address that issue uh, in my book where mm-hmm. often uh, many years in December I've used a pickaxe to cut, you know, pick through So be the, smart this year and start earlier. Yeah. And, and right, but you get them real cheap in December. <laughs> They're cheap now, too. And I'll pick through the frost and plant them, and they come up every year. They do. Uh, you just plant them a little bit deeper, but they'll come up and they'll bloom for you. So can you plant bulbs? Absolutely. Uh, coming up in a moment, uh, what I want to do also is uh, share with you amaryllis bulbs. People struggle with getting amaryllis to rebloom. And so we'll, uh, we'll cover that also. But so just a little re- side note, and this is something I've got on my list, you mm-hmm. know, as far as uh, after the bulbs have been planted, or if you choose not to plant them, great time to mulch the plants you already have. Sure. Uh, you've done the raking, you've cleaned it up, and it's still a great time to do the bark mulch and some of those other things. These are projects you can get a head start for next spring, and it also gives the plant a little insulation. Right. You know, and one of the things that we talk about a lot, too, is about roses. You know, we talk about how hardy they are and how great they are. Throw a little mulch around them as well. You know, give them a little extra protection for that root, that root base. So, um, Mound it up at the base. It, yeah, mound it up. And it's just something that, you know, now you can you can get some bark. You can put it down. Uh, and it sounds like we're going to be in the high 40s, you know. Well, and all weekend. year long, we tell people not to mound the mulch. But this time of year, you could do it to protect the plant. Uh, so plenty of time to plant some bulbs. 616-774-2424, our number. Okay. Uh, oh, boy. we've uh, George, phone lines lit up here in the studio. She's and already guess got who a copy. Got through. <laughs> I thought she already had a copy. With us on the live line is Yardis from Byron Center. Yardis, good morning. Happy holidays. Good morning, happy holidays. But even if I have a copy, why wouldn't I want another one? <laughs> well, you could like re many copies. You could re-gift it, right? Yeah, the great stacking stuffer I heard. Thank you, Yardis. I appreciate that. The checks in the mail. I appreciate that. I just wet my plants. All right, you want to play the quiz? See if you can win your copy. Sure do. All right. Uh, poinsettias. Do you like poinsettias, Yardis? Sometimes. What does sometimes mean? Well, it just depends if I'm in the mood to to do that. So, yeah, I and I like them if they're you know nice and full and they don't lose their leaves real quick. So you love them up to uh, maybe Christmas. After that, you know the ones in February are just a little too late for you. Yeah, I I feel like I have to try and keep it alive, and I guess that's where. I- <laughs> ah, that's what I was going to ask because. <laughs> There are a lot of people who will purchase a poinsettia, but they don't want to deal with the guilt after Christmas for throwing it in the trash. Exactly. You don't, you don't throw it in the trash. You set it free outside, and if it survives, it survives, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. Oh, set it free. Yeah. You set it free. <laughs> if it comes back, you it's free indeed. Right? Yes. <laughs> but I really think that that's an issue with a lot of people, that uh, uh, 
they just don't, uh, they, they feel terribly guilty if they throw it in the trash. It's kind of like an Easter lily, right? You feel guilty yeah. if you chuck it, you know? <laughs> All right, Yardis. So anyhow, as it relates to poinsettias, here's your question. Uh, the poinsettia goes by a number of names. And uh, let's run some of these names by you. Some people will call poinsettias spurge. Some people be lobster flower, C, euphorbia, D, flame leaf flower, or E, all of the above. So those are your choices for poinsettias. A, spurge, B, lobster flower, C, euphorbia, D, flame leaf flower, or E, all of the above. What do you think, Yardis? Boy, that is a tough one. Really? You really got me stumped. Oh, good pun. I yeah. Like that. I was hoping you'd appreciate that. How, how can we make it easier? Well, we can make it easier by saying, Yardis, uh, everyone's a winner, and you're going to win no matter what you say. So let's take a crack at this. Spurge, well, lobster flower, euphorbia, flame leaf flower, or is it E, all of the above? Usually, let me see, let me see. It's usually C, but it sounds like it should be E this time. Well done. Well done, Yardis. Yes, it's E, all, of the, clue would help. all of the above. Yeah. Uh, poinsettia is a spurge. Some people call it lobster flower. It's a euphorbia. And some people call it flame leaf flower. So the correct answer is all of the above. Now, I would send you a poinsettia in the mail, Yardis, but it would die. Uh, So we're not going to do that, but I will get you an autographed copy of I Just Wet My Plants. And then uh, seeing you already have a book, you can uh, re-gift it to someone on your Christmas list. Well, they will be thrilled, I'm sure, just like me. So, But I have a quick question, and I'm sure you're so sick of Oh, I figured you'd have a question. (laughs) I am sure you've heard this a few times, but... Is it too late now? I know somebody called and asked this last week, but is it too late now to put my winter fertilizer on since I've no. been a procrastinator? No. In fact, I I made the comment that I'm going to wait until Thanksgiving Day to put mine down. Well, good. Then if, if Christy can do it, I can do it. If, well, you know, that's right, and don't get caught. No, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> the whole deal is whether or not the ground's frozen. The ground's not frozen. The ground is still in the upper 30s. The soil temperatures are still in the upper 30s. The plant will benefit from it. In fact, the later in the season you put it down, actually, the more benefit you get from it. Well, now, I thought the ground was frozen because I was trying to pull some dead plants out on Wednesday when it was sunny out, and I was having a terrible time. That's because yeah. you live in Byron Center Clay. Well, I, think, <laughs> I think the exposed soil is probably going to freeze quicker than the turf right, side of it. Right. So I think you have to be oh, careful, okay. careful where you're uh, applying it. But we're going to get a warm-up this weekend, so odds are that you would be able to do that. And uh, as a matter of fact, do you have the fertilizer yet, Yardis? I do. Okay. I do. All right. I, I got that a while back, but... Okay. All right. I haven't had a chance to put it on. Is it on sale? Maybe I should buy for next year. Well, I'm, I, I guess I was just going to suggest, why don't you stop by the Wyoming Flowerland? I'll have the book there for you. You can pick it up and uh, make a purchase along with the, uh, the book. Uh, what kind of deal is that? <laughs> well, I'm hoping to come and see the reindeer today with a couple grandkids. So. Excellent. Stop on by the reindeer, Santa and the reindeer, leaving the... Uh, the downtown parade coming to the Wyoming Flowerland today from noon to three. Thanks for the plug, Yardis. And <laughs> uh, another check in the mail. I'll have the book ready for you. All right. 
Okay, great. All right. Thank, thank you very you. much. Appreciate that. 616-774-2424. We'll take a quick break. If you're on hold, hang on. We'll get to you here in just a moment. It's Rick Doug Christie on your Saturday morning. Stay tuned. These guys have been decomposing for years. The Flowerland Garden Show is playing live on News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. All right, here we go. Thanksgiving is on the radar. Get ready to have a little bit of turkey, some pumpkin pie. For me, it's pecan pie. Love pecan pie. What's your favorite food at Thanksgiving? Just throw something out, please. Uh, I, 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 say, I like turkey. mashed potatoes and gravy. It's the turkey. No, I like the mashed potatoes and gravy. More heavy gravy, no. please. Turkey. What about you, John? Uh... Oh, easily the uh, gravy. The gravy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like you just have a plate of gravy? <laughs> well, especially if you have great gravy, you could put on mashed potatoes, turkey, ham, everything. <laughs> you can take the little King's Hawaiian rolls and drizzle gravy yep. over top of it. Yep. Remember the Seinfeld uh, episode where uh, they go over to Jerry? I think it's Jerry's girlfriend, and she has a collection of toys, and they want to play with the toys. And so they try to get her to fall asleep so that they can play with the toys because she doesn't want anybody to, to play with them. And, uh, and so they, bring a, they make a big turkey dinner, and they're giving her wine and more heavy gravy with that turkey. Get her to fall asleep. You don't remember that? <laughs> no. I didn't really watch a lot of that show. <laughs> Look for it on YouTube. All right. To the phone lines we go, and Rose in Ada is next. Rose, good morning. You're on the Flowerland Show. Good morning. Hi, Rose. What's going on? Well, um, I have two questions. By the way, One, you have a you have a great gardening name. Well, I chose that especially for you guys. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I wanted. Um, uh, I always. I always wished that I was named Clay. I wanted the name uh, Clay. Very then I, earthy. Then I could. Yeah, I could have molded myself into something. Right. I love. They it. They could have named you Dirt too. So think of it as a bonus that your name is Rick. <laughs> Anyhow, Rose, I'm sorry. What's on your mind this morning? Um, well, I need some advice about my backyard okay. because it used to be very wooded, and the trees have mostly died, and it keeps getting wetter and wetter and wetter, and it's moving closer and closer to my house. Oh, no. Yeah, and um, last summer I went out to walk through there and see what it was all about, and I sunk into water that came up to about my calf. Oh, no. That's terrible. Sounds like you got an underground spring or something in that area. I have no idea. I think now in the Ada area, I've, I've helped some folks with some yards, and the soil tended to be heavy clay. Do you Do you have heavy clay soil? I don't think so. It's just black and black and rich and thick. Um, wow. but it I bet she's in a, like a boggy area with an underground spring. Yeah, where's the water coming from? I have no idea. Good. Now, we're probably 600, 700 feet from Honey Creek. Okay, okay. If that makes a difference. You may have a situation there where you may have to look at uh, a landscaper helping you out as far as grading is concerned. I would be looking at Tiling, grading, grading and say, drain tile uh, issues because that that sounds pretty serious. 
that's what I thought too. And like I said, every year it's worse. Yeah. Yeah. And an excavator or landscaper, someone with some equipment that can, you know, they can uh, redirect the water back away from your property and they change the grade so it yeah, rains look better. Yeah, topogra- uh, topography and and uh, and make changes to the grade in order to try and resolve that issue because that's well that's a heavy duty uh, heavy duty problem there especially if it's that deep rose that's that's a real concern and and probably the reason the trees died lack of oxygen to the root system. Right. Well, and we have a few where the bark has just like fallen off. And I don't know if that's common for trees that get too much water or if that's something else. Well, it's it's a sign of decline in the tree. I can tell you that. And if there's that much standing water, it just sounds like these trees, uh, you know, roots need oxygen as much as they need nutrients and water. And right. uh, and if it's if it's that wet, it's going to cause some serious problems. I think I think you're going to have to take a look at that, and they're going to be able to uh, uh, to see what the grade is and then make some changes to resolve that problem for you. Okay, well, then I know I need to make some phone calls. Um, my second question has to do with the holidays, and I'd really like, in my fight, Front yard is okay, um, but I would really like to buy some potted, like, Christmas trees and then plant them, but I have no idea if I can really do that or, oh, yeah. you know, that's that's a great. It's actually done quite often. It's a great. It's very question. popular. People love to not throw away a tree, so they come in and buy one with roots on it, use it for about ten days, two weeks inside, and then they'll put it back outside. So we recommend digging holes. You know, dig your hole now in case the ground gets cold. Have a bag of soil in your garage that's nice and soft, and that way, when you're done, you you put the plant in the ground. You put the new soft soil around it. Our little reindeer are walking by right now on TV. But you put the new soil around it and get it planted and maybe a little mulch to keep it from heaving up out of the ground, and then it just becomes part of your landscape. That's perfect. And is there? do you have a recommendation about the size of the tree? It doesn't matter the size. Um, there's a big difference. You can get two different kinds. One are, are potted, so they're actually in a, a soilless mix. And then you have these other ones that are field potted. And those are the heavy ones, and I would prefer to go to the container grown because it's much easier to bring in and out of the house, and they don't have cut roots. So, um, but as far as size goes, uh, that's whatever that's a you can find. Thing, whatever yeah. you, yeah, we have yeah. those available at the Kentwood Flowerland Rose. Oh. You're out there in Ada, so we have them at yeah. the Kentwood Flowerland available for We've you. Got seven, and, ten, and fifteen gallons. So, but I think it's important to note uh, what Doug said, and that is, uh, don't have it in the house more than let's say two weeks. And okay. and uh, think about placement also in the house. In other words, don't have it near a heat register. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. 
or a heat source. Unless you can um, close that off. and Yeah, yeah. a coolish spot of the room, and then you can pull this off. But plan on getting it in the yard once, uh, once you're done with it. Okay, okay. Well, and I was thinking of having a couple on my front porch, you know, and put lights on them and have them outdoors, so that'd be perfect. That'd yes. be awesome, because the outdoor temperatures are nice and cool. All you'd have to do is water them. But like Christy said, this uh, Thanksgiving weekend, determine where you want them in the yard. Prepare the hole now so that, uh, because the ones that you put on the porch, you're not going to want to leave out over winter with the roots above the ground. You're going to want to put them in the ground, okay? Okay. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. I've always wanted to do that. Outstanding. Good luck to you, Rose, and thank you very much. Thank you, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, quick break here on the Flowerland Show. We're going to update you with the news. Folks on hold from Grand Rapids to Conklin. Hang on. We're going to help you out here on the Flowerland Show. Hold the line. First, we'll update you with the news here on News Radio, Wood 1300, 1069 FM. Wood Radio's Flowerland Garden Show is on the air on News Radio, Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Okay, Alvin. Alvin. All right, folks, dispersing from downtown Grand Rapids, the Santa Parade over, but Santa Claus and the reindeer allegedly flying over to the Wyoming Flowerland today. As a matter of fact, I can guarantee it. <laughs> we got GPS tracking. We know where they are. No, I wrote the check. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, noon to three today, the reindeer and Santa will be at the Wyoming Flowerland. Bring the kids out, grandkids. Should be a kick in the plants. 616-774-2424, our number here on the Flowerland Show. Let's talk next to uh, Jim in Grand Rapids. Jim, thanks for holding. Good morning. You're on the Flowerland Show. First of all, thank you for taking my call. You bet. I have two questions. What kind of an animal would be digging 150 or 200 holes in my backyard, about two or three inches deep, and about as uh, round as a half a dollar uh, coin? Okay. Well, uh, there's a few different options we have here. First of all, bear in mind, I know that you said holes in the size of a coin. Uh, if you do see uh, lots and lots of holes or damage, sometimes, I'm not saying it is in your case, sometimes it's skunks digging for insects, uh, and, and you will see that. Now, in your case, you're seeing some, I mean, they're just a quarter size hole, right? No, it's more like a 50-cent piece or a silver dollar, okay. a little bit bigger. All right. Uh, voles, Christy? Possibly, but I'm, I'm, I was on the same track as you with the skunks because right now they are still very active. We still see them out and about. They haven't gone into hibernation yet, and they pack on the – basically they pack on the weight prior to going into hibernation, um, and they will eat any kind of bugs, earthworms, any kind of insect larva that they can find at this point in the year. Because there's so many of them in that direction we'd go. Yeah. Right. The only thing is I don't have any smell like skunks. Well, okay. you, yeah. yeah, and that doesn't always happen, though. I've had skunks, that, and it doesn't always happen that you you smell the odor. Okay. But if they are – so here's one thing you could do, Jim. Uh, voles, of course, will do a lot of damage and create holes like that in the yard. Generally, not that many holes. However, uh, what you could do to test the uh, the theory is create a little tent area. And what I mean by a tent is just – 
two small boards that are uh, leaning against each other at a 90-degree angle, and you place a mouse trap underneath with a little bit of peanut butter and corn in the trap and see if you can nab one of these voles. You'll know quite quickly, and we're not talking about moles with an M. We're talking about voles with a V, and uh, you'll be able to tell quite quickly whether or not they are causing damage in your yard. Okay. Now i got a second question. If I want to grow a second rhododendron plant, can I take a cut a piece of the stem and stick it in the ground, or do I have to get the plant roots, cut it off from the plant? Well, this wouldn't be the time of year to do it. Uh, you would take a soft wood cutting in spring at one of the internodes, which is where the leaves come out, and uh, you would take softwood cuttings, but with a, something like a broadleaf evergreen, uh, Doug, I, I don't think it would be real easy. To do. Very difficult, yeah. Do several of them, and in, I would put them in some kind of a seed starting or some kind of a perlite or, right. and then use soilless. like a root hormone, yeah, some soilless soil. I wouldn't just put it in the ground, no. So uh, uh, a seed uh, starting media, Jim, with some rooting hormone, and you would do that uh, in the spring, when you can get some softwood cuttings off the plant as opposed to this time of and the like, year. And like Doug said, if you want one or two, you should do at least 15 or 20 cuttings because that's about the failure rate. Okay. Be better to buy a new plant. <laughs> well, well, you can always have fun. but You, you can know, try so- it. But just just knowing that don't do two because you might not succeed with either one of them. A lot of times we're trimming anyway. Yeah. So, uh, you know, after it gets done flowering, you're doing a little trimming. You know, you put that into the... Uh, you know, root hormone, and then see what happens. Have a little fun. Thanks for your call, Jim. Appreciate it. Enjoy yourself out there in the yard, and uh, good luck to you. Let's talk next to Joanne in Conklin. Uh, Joanne, you've got a suggestion for our caller's wet yard. Uh, yes. When I heard what she said, it, it sounded like a, a quite a serious situation, and this would be my suggestion. I don't know where she lives, or I don't know what county she's in. But, you know, there are drains that run across the entire area because everybody's water has to go someplace. Yep. And if she lives anywhere near a drain or a creek or whatever, I would suggest that she go find out what jurisdiction she's in and find out who handles all of the drains. Like in our county, I would go to, you know, the well, they used to call it the drain commissioner. It's got a fancier name right now. But they have... Um, they have people that can come out and check that out because, you know, something could be happening, like something could be plugged up either where a, a, a road or, a, or something crosses that creek at some place or whatever. We've even had, uh, we have a lake over in this area where we've had a terrible time with uh, backup, and we had beavers, and we got, had to go through <clears throat> the drink commissioner's office and and uh, actually, it was right on the county line. Wow. So we had two counties involved, but they had to hire someone to come out, and it's a constant problem. But that they will change the landscape so quickly that the people's uh, homes are flooding out. Well, I'm concerned when she said that water, you know, we don't know that water is encroaching on our house. That's what yep. uh, frightens me. Well, and, and I agree with you, Joanne, and that's mm-hmm. why I said to her it's a serious situation. And I think if you involve an excavator or a landscaper, mm-hmm. uh, they mm-hmm. probably will do that from time to time. You'll even see a, a drainage easement uh, across right. a, a property. Uh, all of that has to be checked out. So I think that that's an excellent she, suggestion. With, without paying a landscaper, she can go through the uh, the county first. Yeah. 
and they'll mm-hmm. come out and they have, uh, you know, because if it's a big situation, she needs to also find out are her neighbors having the same problem. Right. Because right. if there's a big dream project, project coming coming up, then what they do is, you know, everyone has to pay a certain amount sure. but into the pot, sure. you know, and then the county pays part of it, too, generally speaking. But a great uh, uh, a great suggestion, Joanne. Appreciate that. Okay. And we'll make sure to pass that along right. also. So thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. 616-774-2424, our number here on the Flowerland Show. Let's talk next to Betty in Spring Lake. Betty, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, thanks. Good, um, good. But I have a hardy hibiscus, which I had in a pot. It's still in the pot. And I noticed the other day that the soil is frozen. Is it going to be okay if I put it in the ground now, or is it dead? Sure. You have a hardy uh, perennial hibiscus. Yes. Yeah, I would get it in the ground. And I think uh, odds this are weekend. it'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. When we talk about it uh, above the ground and winter care, Betty, we're talking about plants that are left over winter and subjected to For January. weeks and weeks and yeah, weeks of and really January cold temperatures. Uh, okay. in, in your situation, I would think the plant is perfectly fine, but I, w- I certainly would get it planted. Oh, great. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. 616 616- Seven seven four twenty four twenty four. Our number here on the Flowerland Show. Keep the calls coming. And Paul is up next. Paul, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Hey, uh, staying grounded. What's going on? I'm um, just heard the caller a couple previous to this with the holes in his yard. Yes. Um, I have walnut trees in my yard, and I noticed the squirrels love to dig little holes and put walnuts in. There. Yes, they do, Paul. <laughs> you are very right about that. So I was wondering if maybe that might be another source of his problem. That's a good suggestion also, and I have watched uh, watched. He's going to tell us the head rub theory. I knew it was coming. No, no, no. I uh, used to live in a home where in an, in an adjoining field they had lots and lots of black walnuts, and yep. uh, the squirrels will take them and they, they plant them for winter. They, they plant them all over your yard, and the next year you see them popping up and I think that that's a, a good suggestion, Paul. Yes, they do. Anyway, and then the little red squirrels, I can just soon see them all in a boiling pot somewhere. That's their story. <laughs> okay, so, Paul. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you very much. 616-774-2424, a number. Let's take a quick break. Then we'll get back to more of your calls. If you'd like to make a call, pick up the phone right now. Give us a call. We'd love to chat with you. Rick Doug Christie, two fun guys and a crackpot on your Saturday morning. Stay tuned. Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitz. Wood Radio's Flowerland Garden Show is on the air on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. All right, use your two lips and speak to me. It's the Flowerland Show. Rick, Doug, Christie, left to right across your radio dial. Make sure to visit myflowerland.com, Facebook. Look for us there. And thank you very mulch.com. Yeah, we were talking here in the studio. A sad, uh, a sad week. Uh, Roy Clark passed away. I always liked Roy Clark. What a talented talented musician but the great thing about roy clark was that he um he was just an amazing entertainer one of those people that could walk you know everybody remembers him for hee-haw mm-hmm. 
And uh, it was always fun watching the Hee Haw show. And you, the fun thing about Hee Haw is you knew what was coming, but you still laughed. <laughs> uh, but Roy Clark, what, what an amazing uh, entertainer, passed away this past week at the age of 85. Uh, and talk about, you know, anyone who's ever tried to play a banjo or a guitar can sit there and watch in amazement when you have an artist, a musician like that, uh, playing to watch him play. Wow. Amazing. So Roy Clark uh, passes uh, away uh, this week, and it's it's fun to get into YouTube and watch uh, some of his videos. 616-774-2424, a number here on the Flowerland Show. Betty in Grand Rapids is up next. Betty, good morning. Good morning. How, how? I'd like to know the, the best uh, way to get rid of moles in the yard. Is the best uh, method or service? Uh, best way to get rid of moles, so we're talking moles, not voles. Right, with a camp like Mary. Okay. I think as far as moles are concerned, for my money, Christy, the uh, bromethylene worms are still the best way to go. Yeah, we find those to be the most effective, and people seem to have the best luck with long-term control using those those worms. Okay. Uh, is there anything that you can, uh, what are, once you get rid of the moles, how do you get, um, do you just cover the holes with dirt, more dirt, or what do you? Well, usually, usually that? that soil with rain and frost heave over the winter and that type of thing. Usually, that soil will settle down on its own. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that answers my question very quickly and efficiently. Thank well, you. Wonderful. Thank you very we much. We try every Betty. once in a while to be quick and efficient. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk next to Dallas in Pentwater. Dallas, good morning. You're on the Flowerland Show. Good morning. I have a question about a magnolia that was beautiful. I had to cut it out, cut it down because it had mold and I couldn't control it. I'm wondering if you have any ideas on the type of tree I could put in its place that was kind of airy, not real dense like the magnolia. Okay, sure. By the way, as far as the magnolia is concerned, uh, odds are that probably what your problem was was ma- uh, magnolia scale. And they they secrete a, a sticky substance, and it collects pollutants from the air, so then it looks like it's molding. Yeah, I, I did spray it every week with a, a control, a mold control, but it still kept dropping leaves all Right, but along. Dallas, that's the point. A mold Scales control a isn't going to... Uh, do anything for you. The scale is a bug and it's secreting honeydew and that's what's causing that mold. So if you were to try a magnolia again, if you like magnolias, uh, you're going to have to control the scale issue. Now, as far as a light, airy tree is concerned, something deciduous like a magnolia, Doug, one of the first things that comes to mind for me is uh, a redbud. Redbud or Juneberry, you know. Redbud or Juneberry. Those would be the two I'd be looking at. Or, you know, I was thinking, you know, as far as he said something that wasn't so dense, but the dog would be another one that I'd put in that magnolia spot. But, Dog-like. yeah. But those would be three trees that I'd be looking at. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Thank uh, you very uh, much. Yeah, to run run down that list again, maybe a Kusa dogwood, a Juneberry, or a Redbud. One of those three would probably be a great choice. Especially in Pentwater. Any water. luck there? <laughs> What's that? Especially in Pentwater. Yeah. I think you grow any of those three yeah, very easily. Exactly. 
616-774-2424, our number here on the Flowerland Show. I had promised this. Let me quick touch on this. I know a lot of people interested in it, and that is, as far as amaryllis is concerned, to get it to bloom again the following year. You've got to grow that plant outside and allow it to grow, feed the plant, and then uh, give it a resting period before we try and get that thing to rebloom again. So uh, that's one of the keys. It's about four to six weeks, so uh, you need to do that. All right, Willie Nelson uh, telling us that uh, our party is about over. I love this song. Crank that up. Party's just getting started. Yeah, Come what are you on. talking about? The mingle tingles we're, we're are inter- over. We're entering uh, the holiday season, though, and all the fun the reindeer starts. coming, and now the season of Christmas. Got those fresh-cut trees that just came in. They smell so good. We got those porch pots and greens. Get that outside decorating done while it's nicey this week. Yeah, I guess you're right. The part is over. But For you, Willie's the parties are. The rest of us are going to keep going. <laughs> oh, okay. The party's getting started now. Well, that's true. We're going to start a party at the uh, Wyoming Flowerland. Uh, the reindeer are flying in with Santa Claus. Santa knows how to party. He'll be there noon to three today. Thanks to everybody who came out to Mingle Tingle. We appreciate that. You can watch the uh, video if you missed the party. They're on Facebook, the live video from last night. And thank you for your support. Appreciate it. But, yeah, I think folks uh, are going to enjoy these uh, these two reindeer, Duke and Nelson. Nelson. <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> cool. All right, John, have you had any luck finding us some Roy Clark here? got to try and dig up a little bit of Roy Clark. I need that before we go today because it was just... It was, did Hee Haw have like a theme song that he sang? Yeah, there was a Hee Haw theme song. Oh, okay. They were always picking and a grinning, right? They Remember were. Remember that? Yeah. And his... Uh, let's see. picking? Roy Clark was... Uh, oh, Buck Owens. Buck Owens was, uh, was the guy on Hee Haw. Great, great, great show. I tell you what, uh, wonderful. Hee-haw. And Buck Owens and Roy Clark. All right. Uh, by the way, you are going to, um, you're going to get a warm-up this coming weekend. I think John's playing around. Sounds like my car, you know, yeah. hitting the radio stations. <laughs> I had a special request to dedicate a song to a couple in the audience this evening from Manitowoc, Wisconsin. Mr. and Mrs. William Lair, who are here this evening, celebrating their 25th wedding. He's got that little southern drawl going on. uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. As a matter of fact, uh, I think Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's the same thing I thought. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Anyhow. All right. Anyhow, thank you very much for uh, tuning in the Flowerland Show today. We appreciate it. And uh, appreciate your support. Again, thanks to everyone uh, who came out to Mingle Tingle. Come out to the Wyoming floor, uh, Flowerland, and visit with the reindeer and Santa today. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Christy, John, and George. And most of all to you, our entrepreneur friends across the rooted plain. Have yourself a great Saturday. Talk to you next week. You can't go. All the plants are going to die. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.